0: And welcome to the fourth episode of the Tashi Station Radio Podcast, where we talk about X-Wing and cell power converters, and we are all out of power converters. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug Howe. And I am Alex Smittle. And we're going to give you all the news that's fit to give you. Uh, Starting off, this past weekend was uh, a big weekend for X-Wing. Two separate system opens down in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and over in Milton Keynes in the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. Our very own Doug and Alex went down to the Fort Worth System Open. Uh, how'd that go, guys? Pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say pretty successful.
0: Really, uh, How did you both wind up uh, in the Swiss? Both went 5-1. and one.
1: Yep.
2: Uh, came yeah. in 7th and 10th overall. Doug 7th, me 10th. Not too bad, not too bad at all. Uh, Alex, what were you flying? I flew uh, Fenrao, the naked, and six naked mining guild ties.
0: Okay, uh, Exactly pretty, 200 points. That's a pretty good uh, scum swarm there. What about you, Doug?
1: Uh, I flew Von Reg with nothing on him, Kylo with instinctive aim and proton torpedoes, and a Sinar Jameis Engineer, which is the I-1 silencer. Jank AF. 198 points.
0: Alright, uh, did either of you see anybody else flying your list uh,
2: while you were there? I did, because Brian, our third local who went, stole my list
0: yeah. and to he fight himself. Him.
1: He also had a good showing.
0: Right. Well, overall, yeah, overall uh, it looks like Scum made a rather good showing at both system opens, in fact, being the most popular faction played in the Swiss at both opens. Did you guys see anything really interesting in uh, those Swiss rounds coming forward, uh, Doug?
1: Uh, well, I uh, my one loss in Swiss was to the uh, first place overall guy who's running four CLT Jedi and broadside with Ion Cannon and hole whole upgrade. Um, that was a pretty good list. Uh, like, people had talked about five CLT Jedi, but I think the addition of broadside actually added a, a really good control element to it, and um, those Jedi Knights are no joke, man. When you have that many, that many ships on the board, you're going to line up bullseyes, and uh, they're, they're, tie, they're tie FOs with force, essentially, for defense, which makes them extremely tanky. They have the ability to double reposition, which makes them good at blocking, um, and, and if they get those bullseyes lined up, they, they hit hard. It was a good list. Alright,
0: uh, what about you, Alex? Anything really interesting in the Swiss? I saw a bunch of Kylo's, um, which was difficult. Really?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I saw three... My last three rounds were all against Kylo and some form of other stuff. Uh, either two FOs and two SFs, or Vonreg and Hollow. I saw a quad jump master list. That was... Uh, it was interesting. Um, It does not have a good matchup into a swarm of TIE Fighters, though.
0: I'd imagine it's got a lot of health there, but with the difficulty in maneuvering around them i think a swarm especially a mining guild tie swarm that's really maneuverable and of course Fen Rao would probably uh, do a number on that well that they have a lot of health but they don't have a lot
2: of defensive mods so two naked dice isn't going to save you against uh 12 to 15 attack dice
1: yeah swarms love to to hit those beefy lists that aren't super defensive they just rely on health because they'll just chew through them
0: yep Uh, believe me i've found this out i tend towards a lot of those beefy jouster lists that when they make sacrifices it's in the agility value and that has meant that since i've been playing x-wing swarms have been my bane well both of you uh did really well going five and one which means uh in the system open format you both made day two uh how did day two work out for you significantly Uh,
1: worse (laughs) unfortunately we hit each other in the top 16 yeah
2: just how that Um, the bracket went down
1: yeah
0: I remember that that was even uh, on stream. If uh, Goldswater, please don't him... tell people to watch that stream. God, I, <laughs> I would. So... I, I wouldn't tell him to watch it. It's oh uh, man, I got so embarrassed. But uh... Uh, no, no shade there. But it was. Uh, it was not the 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 longest game. It was a uh, rather quick. There was a handshake pretty quickly in there. But, you played for uh, about forty minutes. But uh, you you were on stream for about forty minutes. You played for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, I've it, heard
1: it, that uh, Dion talked about our blistering pace of play, which, to yeah. be fair, we're both we, pretty we good We play each other a thousand times, and we both yeah. play fast
2: already. Like, I'm sorry I, I conceded with two TIE Fighters against Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> no reason to play that out. I had to use the restroom very badly.
0: <laughs> I was watching that live, and Twitch chat was commenting on your pace of play that for a... You know, ten ships on the field. You guys were setting dials and moving quick, and a lot of that is uh, your familiarity with each other and your familiarity with these lists. But I think it's a great example of showing that if you know your list well, and in some cases you know your opponent well, you can actually make those decisions and set dials pretty rapidly. Uh, you guys didn't sacrifice precision or clean play for speed. And I think, if anything, uh, folks should probably go watch that game to see how you can fly a swarm with efficiency, effectiveness, and actual speed and get more than five rounds a game in.
1: Yeah, I I think a lot of it is being familiar with your list. Um, I I I see a lot of people who are slow swarms and they don't fully understand what their ships can do and that slows them down.
0: So
2: Even in most of my games in Swiss, I had my dials down before my opponents who had uh, every game my opponents had five or fewer ships, and I had my dials down more often than not before them. And That's just because I... Honestly, I usually spend the combat phase deciding what my ships are going to do. and then Not a bad idea, because...
0: Yeah, you, you've got enough time to do it with a bunch of I-1s out there. I just get bored watching people roll dice, so I decide what <laughs> I'm
2: going to do in the next round.
0: Oh, well, that's a good thing you flew a swarm, then. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, you, you guys both made the cut. Unfortunately, Alex got a taken out in uh, the first round and went on to, got other to deny activity. me.
1: Doug got to deny me another Worlds invite. Indeed. I mean, the first, Deny feels strong for the first one. We were both The, the
2: first one it. we were both trying to get our first
0: Worlds yeah. invite. That's fair. Uh, what they're referring to, folks, is the fact that they wound up uh, against each other in the finals of a local hyperspace trial a few months ago where uh, Doug took the victory there as well. So, Doug, that kept you in, uh, in the cut. How'd you do in the top eight? Oh, I embarrassed
1: myself uh <laughs> i hit Duncan. not no saw it but yeah who went on to win uh but uh let's just say that my my little Sinar jamis had been doing great all tournament i planted him at range three of eight droids uh he ate two plasma torpedoes and about three more shots before he died and i think i did one damage to a vulture in, re- in return this oh, is true that is what <laughs> happened Ow. and and uh. knowing i'm playing duncan at that point i uh i kind of leaned into just variance seeing if i could get real aggressive and pop some droids and it didn't work so i uh, i ended up getting two ships off the board but uh he, he cleaned my clock
0: all right well with a top 16 and a top eight finish you guys came away with uh, some decent prizes oh uh, my god so many oh, yeah, Doug, yeah you uh, would have had a uh, another world's invite if you didn't already have one so no Marge's top eight there. is
2: world's invite he got an he got a world's invite <laughs> Well, he got his third he, he one, he, yeah, he's
0: third, exactly. <laughs> uh, I
2: will say, uh, Doug is the only person who killed my Fen'Rao over the course of the tournament. So that was, shout out to Doug.
1: That's neat.
0: I that's, yeah, that. that's really not too bad over seven rounds. So yeah. cool.
1: that's That was one of the few Proton Torpedoes that was effective the whole day. Uh, or the bad. whole weekend, I should say. <laughs> uh, just to put it in perspective, on the first day, I, I had instinctive aims, uh, but I didn't use it very often. I think I only used it twice uh in swiss but uh, of the nine no 11 proton torpedoes i fired five of them only got two hits and only one of those was an instinctive aim shot that didn't have the target lock it was it was rough it felt like a waste of points
0: well and that's understandable Till it wasn't Till <laughs> it wasn't
1: yeah then it paid off real hard in the top, eight, top yeah eight, that's eight, so. well, yeah, if you don't
2: have those torps i'm i'm much more much more in that game if you don't yeah. have torpedoes yeah uh-huh. i, I
1: Obviously, I I had a good showing, but I'm not sure how good the list actually is. Uh, I I think I hit some good matchups in Swiss, and um, I had a couple of really close calls. Um, But I I do think the Proton Torpedoes are the right call. It was just a a bad variance day for him.
0: Okay, well, uh, you brought Vonreg, a new release, the first big tournament where the Fireball and Vonreg's tie have been legal for play. Uh, How did it work out for you? It was kind of a highly anticipated ship
1: uh i think he's fine uh which is kind of my opinion of him going to the tournament but i uh, i just wanted to try him out um i i would put him akin to like a a wedge uh he's gonna die you just kind of have to accept that but throwing fully modified attack dice is a pretty good strategy especially in hyperspace and uh if you do somehow get him into like a one-on-one end game he's great um but before then i definitely just kind of treat him like a, a guided missile like an old
2: style Atani fan.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty similar to that. Okay, just, just try to get those range ones, get those fully modified attacks in, and try to punch harder
0: than you get punched. Did uh, we see any other of the uh, first order <clears throat> interceptors or fireballs out there in the Swiss? Or uh, in the...
2: I played uh, against a Hollow. Uh,
0: I played
1: against one Kazuto. Uh, I I think he was the only fireball in the tournament of like 140 people but there were Tiberians everywhere. Yeah, I
2: I was not impressed with Hollow after the one showing. Um, he, I've it's probably due to um, Hollow's lack of uh, utility against seven shots a turn.
0: <laughs> um,
2: but uh, perhaps uh, seeing more of Hollow will change my opinion. But right off the bat, I was like, he seems fine. Yeah, but mostly yeah. he just passed strain to Kylo. So I wouldn't kill him as hard. Yep. Yeah.
1: And while there were a lot of tie Barons in, in Swiss, I think my Von Rugg was the only one that made the cut. Uh, I believe there was only one other First Order, and it was yeah, Kylo and... Kylo four. and four SFs.
0: Yeah. Right. And uh, getting into that, we managed to reconstruct the uh, top 16 from uh, what we had. The lists aren't up on List Fortress yet, but it's only been a couple days. Uh, there was indeed a Kylo and four SF lists. Alex, you are Fenn with Mining Guild Ties your Kylo von Reagan a silencer. We also saw uh, a list with four tie advanced. Uh, I
1: believe was Vader Merrick Zyrtec, one storm. And storm yeah I heard
0: one storm, one tempest.
1: okay. Yeah.
0: okay. Uh, we had someone flying a uh, classic x- wing a wing B wing B wing. Uh, yep. I think that was was that it was Luke? Carlo. yeah it was oh, Luke,
2: uh, Luke Jake uh, Braylon ten.
0: right. and then that fits uh, pretty neatly. Uh, Jackson McCullough brought a, I believe it was a seven sick list. Seven with six with
2: auto, auto blaster six yeah. cartels and sunny.
0: Okay, well that a bunch of I ones there with auto blasters giving him the potential for extra damage. That's
1: yeah
2: what a really close game against Duncan in the top in the top sixteen.
1: Yeah, unfortunately he hit one of the droid swarms, which is probably his worst matchup. But uh, he he just,
0: played a good game against Duncan. He did, yeah. All right. Uh, Duncan himself, Broad, of course, uh, won the whole shebang, went undefeated in Swiss with uh, six vultures and two hyenas, all of the uh, lowest cost generics. Uh, would I believe they all had struts. Two of them had plasma torps uh, and three of them had Discord missiles. Yeah. Two Not all of, had struts.
1: Yeah. Two of the vultures were missing struts, but yeah. Okay. Uh, the plasmas on the hyenas and then three Discords. Yeah.
0: Uh, and watching that final, the Discord missiles can just be. A pain. Oh, those are they're so good. Really yeah. good
2: anti-boba tech.
1: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the big thing. Is is they're they're almost required with how good Boba Fett is now, and uh, droid swarms being pretty bad against Boba, but Discord's being really good against him. And the
2: plasma Torps are really good against Boba too. Yeah, because if you get three, one's going through, and that's stripping two shields, which means you fire two of those if you max hit both, which is not difficult with the hyena's native target lock and then also. Uh, uh, sharing calculates. Yes, network calculations. Um, you get three of those twice. His shields are down before the discords are pumping crits into his hole, and crits are pretty crippling to Boba.
1: <laughs> yeah, Indeed. Duncan definitely teched against Boba pretty hard with this build, uh, which makes sense because vultures are probably the best jousting list in the game. Uh, they're at least up there, uh, yeah, so you, you don't doubt. need to double down on on your joust, so so bring some, some tech pieces, and uh, obviously it paid off for him.
0: Indeed. Well, the rest of the uh, top cut wound out with uh, Robbie Goodhue flying three fangs and a seek. Uh, I think that may have been a variant of the uh, Brian Lindemood special there. Fenral. I believe it was. Yeah, okay.
1: he took a deeper bid because he just had a generic instead of Leighton and no ship.
0: But... Right. And of course, yeah, in the hyperspace, there's a couple different talent choices, but that seemed to do really well for him. Uh, A.C. Oh, yeah, guess... Yeager out of Mexico brought uh, four X-Wings.
1: Which was Wedge? No, I'm sorry, not Wedge. Uh, Thane, Luke, and two selfless Red Squad vets.
0: Right. I really like that list. I got to see it uh, perform once on stream, and it seems to just. Uh, I can't exactly remember what he was against, but they chose to joust, and his opponent chose poorly. Uh, that is, that's a that's a very survivable head-to-head joust list. Uh, maybe not against say, a droid swarm because of the sheer action efficiency of network calculations, but. Well... A uh, number it's of actually, shots well.
1: It's actually but, decent in the vultures compared to a lot of rebel bet jousting lists because of the selflesses on the board and Luke on the board. Yeah. Uh, normally, those two attack die shots they are going to try and pump everything into Luke as fast as possible to get them off the board. And selfless just makes it even harder to do that. And, and it's, then
2: with Luke's ability, if like damage is going to go through much lower compared to a regular two agility ship anyway. And yeah. then with the selflesses pulling any crits that happen to go through, mm-hmm. that you might not. You, you can waste a whole round of shooting and spread your damage out over three
0: ships, which is not right. what you want. And with four or three attack dice uh, firing first over a swarm, you can almost reliably take at least one ship off the board you, unless variance really hits you hard. You average about one. Um, not
2: it's uh it's pretty unlikely you get two two X uh two droids off the board right
0: with network calculations unless there were some bumps unless there were some bad choices or bad dice uh, and it's they, not even network a... like it's not even just network calculations either
2: like um red dice with a focus average um like 2.25 hits mm-hmm. um even even naked green dice you average like 0. 0.75 hits with two green dice so like even if the d- just don't have focuses it usually will take three. Like two and a half to three shots to kill one vulture,
0: exactly. And that becomes a war of attrition really fast. Continuing on, we've mentioned how good Boba was. Uh, Stephen Consoli brought Boba with two fang fighters, indeed. Which, uh, one of our
2: um neighbors, I guess the best way, uh, Justin Garing out of Manhattan also flew yeah. that. And he went four and two as well, had a good showing as well.
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the Boba Two Fangs is a really solid list.
0: Yep, it's uh, is it the Fearless Skull Squadrons? Yep, two Fearless Skulls.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not positive that's the variant he ran, but that's the most common one. And then you get uh slave one and then you have like thirteen, fourteen points to play around with. A lot of people yeah. do maul, although I seem perceptive.
2: Maul Yeah, and usually a bomb or two.
0: Well mm-hmm. a bomb of some sort. All right. Uh Jesse Cho, uh the other droid swarm that made it into the finals, uh Seven vultures and a hyena and some concussion missiles sprinkled in. Yeah,
1: I, I don't remember the exact loadout, uh, but I believe it's dank droids on the, the hyena and then as many concussion missiles as you, can, as you can fit. And I assume struts, although I'm not. I didn't actually get to play him or see his games, but I've heard him talk about it a little bit.
0: I believe he had struts. Yeah, now the uh, the dank droids there, that's some really good tech if you're carrying uh, target lock missiles there
1: for those unfamiliar with our vernacular uh, dank droids are the drk probe droids that let you uh, pick up target locks from them instead of from yourself
0: Mm -hmm. and really useful because it means you are always going to be able to focus those target locks on the ship you want in most cases
2: and enter combat with full modifications right that's the real benefit there
1: i believe he also had discords on his uh, you can fit well.
0: discords in there as well. Oh, discords are cheaper uh, than
1: concussions. And you yeah, only get one, one or two.
0: Why?
2: So you probably, you probably brought the dank hyena, and then three of the vultures had struts, or
0: uh, discords, and the rest had concussions. That would be my bet. Assuming that fits. Which... Uh, good old Bobby o, our second place finisher, brought the uh, classic Boba Fen, which I think... Uh, you guys have probably heard me say, I have my own issues with this list because I kind of, uh, that deep of a bid, which is obviously good in the mirror because it's a very popular list, that deep of a bid just tends to give me the itis. It uh, it, it feels a little bad, but I can't argue with the efficiency of that list. But in the hands of a good player, that's amazingly good.
1: Uh, I don't even know, know that it's necessarily efficiency. It's just you reach the point where Boba's fully loaded, Fen really only needs Fearless, and you're sitting at like the 20 to 22 point range. And Bringing another like,
2: ship actively hurts you because that's just yeah. MOD You're going to give up. Yeah,
1: and and Finn in particular gets a lot of benefit for moving last, guaranteed. Uh Boba is a monster against other fives if he's moving last. Um, so yeah, nice. I, I built the list and I'm just ballparking what he did. But if you do a, a dank droid and struts on the bomber, and then you get three discords and struts, three concussions and struts, and one naked droid, and that's two.
0: That
2: okay. seems
1: reasonable.
0: Yeah. Guys, I've never liked Separatists, and you guys aren't turning me around to them. This is just... <laughs> ugh. Well, so that's, dirty.
1: A, that's a meat grind of a list, though. Like, Yes, it's... indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I remember him. He
2: did play Brian, our yeah. our
1: local Brian. Swiss. Yeah, Brian was his one loss in Swiss, so oh, shout out well, to Brian. Brian Davis.
2: White bread.
1: Right. Yeah, I heard All him right. say multiple times that the concussion missiles were huge, because people would land at range 3 and think they'd be safe, and then he denied that range 1 bonus. Or range 3 bonus and uh and obliterate something
0: and concussion missiles in the the fact that we're seeing a lot of high ship count lists often with low shields uh concussion missiles can be really devastating they're they're definitely something fireballs don't want to ever see
2: (laughs) but like in uh, general i think the card flipping part of concussions is overstated at best
1: but it's it's a bonus that can actually hurt you too but like in general you bring them for the cheap three dies three times yeah, the three the three
2: charges for the three dice
1: yeah and and one thing to point out is I'm sure some people have thought well why not mag pulse warheads instead they're the same price uh but when you have eight i ones mag pulses actually aren't that good because you're probably shooting last and, yeah uh, if they're just gonna if, clear that deplete yep the jam's not gonna do anything and they're gonna clear that deplete
2: also people might be saying why not energy shells um, uh, not high if they're
1: worse oh they're not Nope. They're not. They're also yeah. worse than concussions. Yeah. So. Uh, I believe Jesse ran the same list, uh, but he had homing missiles instead of concussions at worlds. But homings are also not uh, hyperspace.
2: Indeed. Oh, believe me, I found that out. I was trying to build separatist lists today. <laughs>
0: uh, disappointing. <laughs> well, Doug, you'd mentioned uh, the other uh, first order list was Ethan Hanks, uh, Kylo, and a handful of SFs. Yeah, four of I'm, them
1: specifically. Yeah, I think it was just four of the, the I2s. I'm not positive. I didn't see him play.
0: But, I believe so. Yeah, that that's against Solid. I still hold by thinking that the TIE SF is one of the best just chassis in the game right now. Mm-hmm. For sheer dial, stats, the double arc. It's uh, it's pretty good. And you can run them naked. You can beef them up. They're they're great little ships. I need more of them. Yeah. I killed uh, a great
1: many of them. <laughs> I, I managed to dodge First Order all day, which was impressive. I, there
2: was I, a played, lot of there. I played my last three rounds in Swiss were all First Order. And uh, two of them had two FOs and two SFs. One of them had an Ion Missile Passive Sensors SF, and that guy had to die first. <laughs> That's scary. That's <laughs> so scary for Finn. Yeah,
0: uh, I, I ran into that build, I believe, at uh, LVO, and it is uh, it is scary.
2: But uh, uh, one thing that swarms are good at chewing through are two agility ships with only one only one action a turn. And uh, so the SFs died really hard at TIE Fighters. Except for the one in round f- uh, round four, of that guy, he did a good job. <laughs> he lived at one health for like forty five minutes.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, Isaac Martin uh, brought a Falcon and two X wings. Can only assume
2: Lando Luke Fane, but I have no clue.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't actually know the loadout.
2: Uh, yeah, I,
0: I've tried to build that list. Uh, I a think few times. I heard
2: Han Luke Fane. It might have been. I think I heard uh, Han, Han sounds reasonable. I've played. Yeah. I don't know for sure because I play, I definitely played next to Orlando Luke Fane, and I didn't know I didn't catch his name.
1: Yeah, but it's uh, always, if it's always tough when you're at the tournament, there's a lot going on. Yeah, play
2: so much so. going on. All right, that's especially, especially
1: when you're hearing it on day one,
2: yeah. and then you have to come back on day two and figure out if it's the
1: same person. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, we were just bummed about having to play each other, so we didn't look too hard at the top sixteen.
2: We did not, but we did the math four times to make sure we had to play each other. Yeah, you know, and then we were sad. And then we
1: tried to bribe D, and that failed.
2: It did. He did a shout out to D. Uh, I Facebook posted him for his birthday, and he apologized again for our matchup.
1: So shout out to D. Yoon.
0: Yeah, D. Yoon, who has done a an excellent job marshaling a number of major tournaments this far, uh, And
1: has had to deal with a lot of of troubles with uh, with programs not working as intended. Uh,
0: programs not working, uh, last minute changes to uh, judge calls. There's been a lot of a uh, difficulty going into tournament yep. running, so. Yeah, yeah we props. had about
1: a about a forty five minute delay right before round six because the computer that was running Cryodex decided to do a Windows update without uh asking for confirmation, and they didn't catch it until it already started. <laughs> so
0: that that's not on the shoulders of Cryodex. No, no. not at, no, at all. No, no. This is on this is that's on, on Windows. Gates. Yeah. Thanks, Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates hates X Wing. You heard it here first. Well, the uh, the rebels didn't uh, only bring those lists. We did get a one of the infamous five X-wing lists uh, flown by Blake Dillon showing up and in the finals. He made it
1: all the way to the top four. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that just uh, folks that that's going to be a thing. You've got five ships at I two, which is again that's five three die attacks. I think that's pretty good going into a swarm.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh... I mean, on I mean,
2: average, you you might kill a second droid. Um, going yeah. into a three agility ships like Tie Fighters and the Focho, you're very unlikely to kill to ps kill two of them. Yeah,
1: I think the big thing is five X is just fundamental X wing. Like it is, yeah. it's it's a bunch of single action ships that are tanky and hit pretty hard, but uh, you have to fly them well. Like they 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 are as good as the pilot and not yep. much better.
0: Hey, so that's kind can... of a... oh, go ahead. Going to say, that's kind of a good uh, benchmark for if someone can fly that list well. They are probably a uh, closely top-tier player. That's not an easy list by any means.
2: Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Same thing as it. Um, both 5X and the Focho are probably benchmark lists of the meta as well. Um, your list probably has to be able to play a good game into them, but there's a good chance you won't see any in tournaments, but you have to be prepared to beat them because yeah. they are going to be the benchmark lists of the meta.
1: Yep, those along with droid swarms are probably the efficiency benchmarks, and then Boba Fenn is probably your ace benchmark. You gotta, you got and have... Kylos.
2: You have to have a way yeah. to deal with Kylo as well. Yep.
0: Mine mm-hmm. and then mine
2: was uh... not shoot at him and kill everything else. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I dodged
1: uh... the matchup. It was it was good.
0: Yeah. And then we had uh, Chris Merrick, the uh, top player from uh, uh, day one, who because of the odd number of. Uh, I believe there were 15 five and ones. Chris got, were a, Chris got a first round buy in the cut, flying a 4CLT Jedi and broadside, which, as we said, that seems like a really, really good list. Uh, and then he proceeded to get. I can't remember who uh, knocked him out in uh... the... It,
1: it was Bobby, the guy who yeah. made Final Table.
0: Yep. There we go. Uh, but that CLT Jedi and Broadside, I'm almost kind of amazed that no one looked at that uh, previously. That's a really good list. I, uh... Uh, he was telling of me course, originally,
1: CLT. he looked at Ahsoka uh, or Luminara, I don't remember which. As I think it was fifth, Luminara. Yeah, as the fifth Jedi, and uh, and settled on Broadside like right before the tournament and had played a couple games with it and fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, broadside's kind of weird cuz he's he's very good uh but compared to a lot of republic ships he's very slow and tends to fall behind which uh, lets but, him
2: get pounced upon yeah. believe
1: me I know here with the 4CLT Jedi they can they can cover so much of the board they can actually keep him safe uh just from denying people the ability to get to him without being severely punished and when uh, you
2: eye on somebody and they can't take a reposition action it's really easy to line up multiple CLT's on them as well
1: yep 100% and because they're all five I threes, he can fire with all the Jedi first and then fire with broadside. So it's almost guaranteed to be an unmodified defensive shot. And and uh that's that's how he got me. He uh he pounced on Kylo and took a bunch of bad shots, but burned through the force. And then Broadside took that range two ion and, and snuck the ion on him and uh and it was over from there.
2: And that's the ball game. I think it's a really, really good list. Um you gotta be good. You gotta fly it well because uh if you're not lining up CLTs, you're, uh, you're not doing anything. Yep. But uh, yeah. I think it's a phenomenal list if flown well.
1: Yep. And you're playing an ace-like chassis at I-3, which means you have to be very comfortable moving first, which is not easy. Not, not nearly as easy as uh, some people make it look. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not a list I would recommend a beginner pick up and, and take, but it definitely has potential. Indeed.
0: Practice yeah. the crap out of it if you want to fly it. <laughs> Well, I think a good takeaway from this is that we didn't see any duplicated lists in the cut. Uh, fifteen lists, flown by fifteen great players, and all of them different. Uh, there were some similarities there, mostly with uh, uh, Duncan and Jesse's list, but even those were taking the idea of a CIS swarm in two different directions.
2: And yeah. there were like part of that is we're we're literally two weeks into the meta, so it hasn't settled yet. That's right. all I, wild west um exactly. as far as
1: uh as swiss as a whole there was a lot of boba fett um, a ton of boba fett um, a lot of, of first of, order tons of kylo yeah um, uh, i i nice played set. against mm, i guess only one quad t70 list but there were a solid number of four ship resistance lists floating which right i now. played
2: against one as well
1: yeah. um i think there was only one quad
2: jump jump master mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like i played against a boba fan around one and then I hit a quad resistance list. It was two D-70s, two A-Wings, quad jumpmaster, and then Kylo, 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 and then the cut Kylo.
1: But even <laughs> all of the Kylo lists were different variants, right? It wasn't...
2: It was, it was two SF, two FO, um, and a 10-point bid, and then it was Kylo, Hollow, Von Reg, and then it was two SFs, two FOs, with a one-point bid because of the missile. Right. Um, so two of the Kylo lists were very similar. One, one eschewed the missile for the bid.
0: Okay. Well, that's a pretty good call. Do you think that the uh, more curated hyperspace format is kind of encouraging people to be a bit more creative in list building?
1: Uh, at least for right now it is, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, at least in, until the meta, meta settles. Yep. Um, and that's that's how every new meta is. Um, it's going to be Wild West until... and all, Random stuff's going to win all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think by the time Adaption comes around, it'll settle down into some pretty... Uh, maybe not like perfectly defined tiers, but there will definitely be defined tiers by the time Adepticon rolls around, I think. Sounds, I agree,
0: yeah. sounds good. Uh, Although,
1: I, I think one thing FFG has done really, really well in 2nd Edition is every points change, that gap between a top list and a bottom list gets smaller. Gets smaller, yep. They're the not, bell curve um, flattens. Yep, and I think this meta, even if there are a couple defined top lists or archetypes, I think there's going to be just a a crap ton of your Tier 2, Tier 3.
2: Yeah, your A A or B tier lists. Yeah.
0: So uh, while we don't have a whole lot of information from the system open across the pond in the UK, we do know that uh, Team O-Rob took the win with a Boba-Kashka list. Uh, I looked at some reports of that. You can probably find better uh reporting online by the time this airs but uh it looks like just a really fun double fire spray list that uh uh guys scum it has gone from the uh the bottom of the barrel to pretty popular right now
1: yeah and uh we were we were talking about it uh the other day that it feels like scum tends to be either one of the least played or the most played faction and like, it, uh, in no in between yeah
2: like um, what other factions are good um they gain a few more players. like Their percentage goes up a little bit. And even when they're bad, they have their quote-unquote loyal faction players. Um, but like, when the previous meta, when Scum was perceived to be garbage, it was played at under a 10% clip. And now it is by far the most common faction to see.
1: Yeah, at least so far. And yeah. I think a lot of that is people like Boba Fett when he's good. And whether he was good or not in the last meta, I think he was better than people gave him credit for but it was tough and here he's he's pretty clearly top dog other than maybe Kylo yeah um, and so people are pulling him out
0: well you raised a really good point that there are a lot of players who for one reason or another per- personal preference uh, collection size tend to stick to one faction and of those at least from what I've seen locally scum seems to be if someone's gonna pick one faction to play scum tends to be the most popular why is that uh
2: I started playing when Most Wanted came out in First Edition and Scum. Um, was, Scum exists as a faction. Doug played Imperials and his dad played Rebels, so I played Scum. Yeah. That's why I played I, Scum. I, think I don't consider myself people, a Scum player.
1: There are a lot of neat shenanigans that Scum can do that other factions can't. And especially when you're a newer player, all the neat different things attract people.
2: And um, those things, um, when they're good in the meta, are phenomenal and yeah. potentially game-breaking. Yeah, take like a look a, at
1: the at the beginning of 2nd Quad
2: Or quad jumpers.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, but when those things aren't as good, um, scum that has to rely on something different. Um, in the previous meta, Boba Fenn was really strong. Um, it cut it at top order worlds, but because it wasn't easy, it didn't get played as much, and the fun tricks, um, when they're not as good or not uh, nearly as fun to play, I would assume,
0: so people gave up on them. Indeed. I mean, uh, upon release, I remember uh, I was looking back on some of the things we were playing back uh, when the game was released, and I was real big on Scum with the super cheapness of Han Gunner, uh, the Drea Swarm with quad jumpers. You could pretty much just run the table with those dirty tricks, and immediately all of those went away in the first points change, and then certain ones slowly started creeping back in. Uh, right now, I think in Hyperspace, a lot of those uh, potentially abusable mechanics are not in the game. You don't none of, I, none of the tricks are in Hyperspace.
1: I also think, and this is all speculation, but I think a lot of it is also Scum was top dog and then got nerfed really hard, and then you had four new factions come out in the next six months. Also, also true. There, it was hard to justify playing this just nerf feels bad faction when there's all these new shiny toys, and, and uh, like and
2: Resistance and, and Jedi took off right away as well.
1: Yep. And and now that Scum has gotten, uh, not necessarily buffed, but a lot of the other hyperspace stuff just got nerfed to the ground like those factions did. So now it's it's a lot easier to look at Scum again.
0: Okay, that's definitely, definitely true. Uh, now, we mentioned that Boba seemed to be popping up everywhere. He is uh, probably the most popular ship in what's now the most popular faction. Definitely the, uh, the not necessarily the ace, but kind of the marquee player for Scum. Uh, we're not seeing only fire sprays though. I think uh, scum is the one faction where all of their hyperspace legal ships seem to get played. Uh actually did every yeah, let, let me did every hyperspace uh ship from Scum make it into the cut? The Jumpmaster didn't. Jumpmaster yeah, did not, the jump okay.
2: Didn't.
0: We didn't see the jump master making in the cut, but we, we do see them around. I mean people are enjoying jump masters with the incredible points reduction they got yeah they finally got multiple, enough. people are, are multiple incredible
2: for yeah you yeah. know
0: and, and like and, i said they didn't feel bad when i played
2: against them it was just a trash mashup for jump masters yeah, uh,
1: yeah and, I, don't, I don't know if jump master spam is the right call but i definitely think one or two in a list can be beneficial at this point
2: does ion like, slap an ion cannons on him calling it a day makes mm-hmm. them pretty scary
1: and dengar is so cheap still like i uh, i my bold proclamation is that somebody's going to find a list with Dengar that, that tears stuff up. Because they're just going to shove him down your throat and you can't ignore him. And he's not expensive enough to be a hindrance when you kill him quick.
0: Indeed, indeed. For a moment there uh, this morning, I was talking with a friend about some list building. And we forgot that the R4 Astromech could only go on small base ships. And I, I had this moment of thinking if you could put the R4 Astromech on Dengar, it would be like first edition all over again.
1: He'd definitely be a lot better.
0: Yes, indeed. Absolutely. I mean, I think that the uh, FFG looked at how overpowered the Jumpmaster was initially and just trashed it so hard. Well, they did that to
2: all the stuff that was really strong right at the end of 1.0. The S.E.R.D. got got it.
0: uh, Uh, Miranda. Yeah, Uh, all these things. So do you think that even though we're seeing uh, the Jumpmaster be nowhere near the power level it used to be, being reduced uh, in cost to the point where it's playable... Do you think we might see that for uh, some of these other, what were once considered toxic ships? I mean, Skurgs were pretty playable in a previous meta before.
1: Um, As were K-Wings. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they've done a pretty good job of trying to make everything pretty yeah, playable. There's a price point for everything.
0: One of the things that did surprise me... Uh, I know you guys heard me complain locally that my beloved uh, Z-95 Headhunters didn't make it into uh, the hyperspace format, but the uh, M3A Interceptors, the Seeks, did, uh, and people are really playing them. What's, what's the appeal to these little ships?
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh, people really like Autoblaster, which I disagree with. but It's not a look. good card. Yeah, <laughs> but people love it, and Six are the best Autoblaster carrier. They're the cheapest. They only have a two-adacty primary, so you're not losing anything anything by firing it. Yeah, but uh, so so like the seven with auto blasters. I understand that list. You have so many ships, you're gonna get out of arc attacks. And
2: and the same, yeah, Yeah, the same issue, uh, same philosophy as the five as the CLT Jedi. When you spam enough of them, you're gonna trigger their thing. Yeah, this one not being bullseye related, but all right. Uh, Bullseye does give you an extra die on a master, <laughs> yeah, which uh, they'll line those up with seven chips. Yeah,
1: and the sick is cheap enough now that I think it's just a good ship. Like yeah, it it's is, a Tyfo. Yeah, it's a little bit worse than the Tyfo, like marginally so. One banks. Yeah, but no three hearts.
0: yeah. Yes, yes. Well, you you say it's it's marginally worse, but I think it's I wouldn't call it worse. in more in more ways that the TySF is or the Tyfo has. Well, oh, Hold on, dial. hold on. Yeah, I was gonna say it's got a better dial. You're looking. That's at... the that's it's the big dial. difference.
1: That's the only yeah. difference between yeah.
2: a Typho and a SIG. Because yeah. the Typho has three hearts and the SIG has one banks, and the three hearts are far more valuable. Yep. Yeah. And
1: the Typho's abilities are a little better overall. Like that's true. The named are. pilots as well.
0: Um, that's true. Although we are seeing uh, quite a few of the named uh, Sikh pilots make it in. Uh, in Shera Sarasu has made a number of appearances. Sunny yep. Bounder is always a great cheap filler.
1: Oh yeah, I I don't think that they're bad by any means. I just yeah, like I I don't think you're hindering yourself by bringing a sick, which I think I can say about just about everything in hyperspace, which is that's nice. Yeah,
0: I, I played I, 6
2: I, in 1 to, in 1.0 before they were cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we've covered the uh the system open. We've got uh we're entering what is now, well, what technically has been since January store championship season. Uh we are hearing from a couple stores that there have been some issues with store championship kits getting sent out. So, if uh, your local store does not have a store championship, hey, same team. We, uh, our local, our local store got their order messed up as well. So, we are dealing without a uh, store championship at our main store in uh, Kansas City here. Yeah, it's a major bummer. So, it's two minutes from my home. Yeah.
1: I guess uh, <laughs> if anybody has a store, a local store that got a kit and isn't going to run it, uh, let us know because
0: uh, we will purchase it no
1: nope.
0: also if you have a local store that has a kitten is going to run it let us know we'll show up well within reason yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs>
1: i uh
2: travel a lot less for store champs than system opens oh
0: no well that's true uh but we've got also uh probably in the next month or so we might start seeing some of the prime championship locations announced uh, they have said there will be less of those than there were previous Prime Championships, but more of them than there used to be regionals. So, with Prime Championships giving a world invite, I think we're going to see those be a a little bit bigger than the Hyperspace Trials were because suddenly, it uh, if there's less of them, those invites mean a lot more.
1: Yeah, and yeah, the the Hyperspace Trials were a good experiment, but I do think there were a little too many, especially. With the two seasons and the prize support not changing a whole lot, there was not very much incentive to go to them in the second half of the year.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, um, and Speaking of Worlds invites, we forgot to mention my legendary run in the extended right. qualifier to... at the System Open.
0: Very we were good. going to double back on that. So uh, after your uh, loss to your uh, Doug in the first round of the cut, you uh, <laughs> you went off to the uh, extended qualifier. Uh, you had a first round bye because you came out of the cut to it. And uh Alex, how did how did that uh well, Oh first me?
2: round bye was good. Um smoked that guy two hundred oh. Um and I actually played uh I played down in round two um against double fire spray coordinating mining guild tie and I uh beat that, lost half of Obi Wan. I was like, Okay, I'm feeling good, I'm two 0 three more. Um I'm playing some BS Jedi with regen because extended. And <laughs> uh so round three rolls around, I'm sitting at my table, nobody shows up when I start time, so I call a judge. He's like, Give it five minutes. I guess that's the rule. So I did, and then by the time score sheets and tickets came around, I'm like, uh judge, what do no opponent? He's like, Well, you win two hundred oh, take all three tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Okay, neat. Uh now I just gotta win two more. And then round four comes around, I'm uh sitting at my table and the judge comes up, he's like, Yo, your opponent dropped. He said goodbye to me earlier. So uh take your three <laughs> tickets and go in two hundred oh. I was like, neat, one more. And then round five comes. Um I end up playing I have an opponent, but it gets repaired due to somebody not hearing um them checking to see who had stayed in. Um so we get repaired. I get paired against somebody who's four and as well. He's like, yo, do you wanna play? And I'm like, Yeah, man. Um World's it's like, yo, I got one. So uh conceding. So he conceded. He's like, tell everyone it was a really hard-fought game. So it was a really hard-fought game. Um, So I had 1960 MOV out of 2,000. (laughs) His name has not been been dropped. Tough game. Hard game.
0: So let let me see if I get this straight. You went buy, win, no-show, no-show, concession, welcome to Worlds.
2: Yes. Smiddle. Smiddle. I did the exact Smiddle. same thing Doug did. Smiddle. I went one and one on the day and got a World's Invite in Top 16 templates.
1: It just took you five
2: hours longer than it, it took me. It did. If you, just, if you just let me beat you, I'd have lost to Duncan. We could have gone home six hours earlier. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't have had all those prize tickets. That's true. I got a cool ten prize tickets from the qualifier.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Only having to play one game. Yep. Oh, so uh, we we discussed this offline earlier, but uh, you had made a bit of a discovery about what may have caused those no shows.
2: Yeah, it was just a, an error with Bioworks. Yeah, um, not I don't I don't feel like it's anybody's fault. It's just an error with the software that didn't get caught, and yeah. Simon's fault. And it happened to uh, three of us who dropped from the cut and or got knocked out of the cut into the hyperspace qualifier. We all got by win, loss, law, or no show, no show concession. So the system works, question
1: mark. But uh, what ended up happening was they weren't given a win for their buy round. They were just entered as zero zero entering round two. So they were being pared down, even though they were undefeated. Uh, and unfortunately, with the, the qualifier format, people tend to drop a lot as soon as they lose. And not all those people get caught dropping. And uh, through yep. some crazy luck. You uh, you got a lot of buys. Indeed.
2: Um, Doug got to feel uh, significantly less guilty because
0: I of did. that, which is good.
2: I had no resentment towards Doug, even if I hadn't you know, gotten a world's invite. We we played it out. We did the right thing.
0: Absolutely, uh, and uh that's uh, a show of good sportsmanship. Like I said, uh, if you watch the video, you can see at one point, uh, Alex, you offer a handshake because you realize the he game killed is... Fen. He yes. he
2: killed Fen, so I, I shook his hand and. In friendship.
0: <laughs> uh, see, the the Twitch chat was jumping all over an immediate concession, and Dion had to, uh, they, no, 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 that's a congratulatory handshake. Indeed it was. We <laughs> played was, until
2: it was down to two ties versus uh, all three of Doug's ships.
0: <laughs> that Yeah, that, that became a, a bit of a, it was an uphill battle. Uh, no, it was unwinnable. Well, died. with some incredible dice variants, but no, the, the dice variants didn't happen. Uh, but you both came out of a trip to Texas uh, intact and with World's Invites. So, World's Invites, yeah. and templates, sweet, uh, plastic cards, a sweet tournament box for ah, Top I 64. I
2: cannot stress enough, if you're going to AdeptCon and you lose two games right away, do not drop. Because it is a it is a foam Felder Inferno nice. Squadron box. And it that is style, amazing. Yeah, yeah it's great. I
1: love it.
2: It's yeah. so good. And like it's the coolest prize out of all of them. It's Top 64. Top 64? Oh, nice. Yep.
1: Plus, the more you play, the more tickets you can get. And there are a lot of cool prizes on the Indeed. on the prize wall. I mean, like, yeah,
2: like, lots of cool. Top 32, Brian, our other one who went 4-2, but came in 28. So we got a set of plastic cards and a set of Inferno Squadron range rulers. Like, yep.
3: really
2: Yeah. Really cool As compared to last year where there was literally no incentive to stay in the main event. After losing two games, because it was more efficient to farm tickets inside events. But here, because of the top 32 and 64 prices, there was incentive to stay in the game.
0: Now, there have been some changes, uh, personnel-wise at FFG, including their uh organized play folks. But uh I think that they may have learned from the uh fact that the grand championships had a just really crappy uh prize structure. And uh made a better choice for the system open. A lot of people aren't happy with the uh, the focus on Inferno Squadron, especially with the first round of store championship prizes being very uh, Imperial-focused as well. Oh, Overall, those are First Order. But, are they? Yep, they're Kylo and 2SFs. So the ah, order. so they are. Yeah. Okay. So what what's the thought on having these major events having faction-specific prizes? I mean, you've got seven factions out there. What if you have that person who just really doesn't like the First Order? Are they going to feel left out at the store champs? Yeah, like probably, but yeah.
1: So I think uh, the big thing is there's two store champ seasons this year. If the second one is also still first order, then I think people should probably rightfully grumble. Um, But if they if they change to a different faction, then you're just like there'll be some store champs you're not as excited about. But eventually your faction will come around, and that'll be really cool for everyone. Indeed.
2: Yeah, like as far as these huge tournament prices go, like these Inferno Squadron prices are sexy as hell. Like, they look amazing.
1: Yep, they look Um,
2: great. Yeah, like, they're phenomenal looking.
0: Cool, 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 cool. Well, uh, that pretty much covers everything tournament-related that we've had going on. Uh, Let's say we do a little list-building exercise, guys. Uh, That seemed to go over pretty well.
1: Yeah. Yes, the Stank Tank. Somebody, not the Stank Tank. I refuse to accept that name.
0: That is not what it's called. That's right, what
1: I'm so, calling <laughs> it, because Smiddle called it that. Newt, you get to pick a faction.
0: <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, are we going to do extended or hyperspace here?
1: Uh, let's do extended. That gives us a little more list building options.
0: All right, uh, extended. So, Republic. Me... It's Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I did Republic last time. Let's go ahead and try Rebels in Rebels.
1: extended. Rebels, all right. Random. Let's look at our random options here. Uh, uh, this random
0: see. generator brought to you by yet another squad builder.
1: Yeah, let's get rid of that desired bid. Uh, we'll lean towards middle of the pack for upgrades. All right, randomize. Okay, so we've got. Post that, post it, that in the chat, yeah. Post it in the chat. We've got uh, Nora Wexley in the Y Wing with marksmanship, ion torpedoes, hull upgrade, Connor Nets, and Ezra Bridger.
0: That's Hot a nice dog. 71
1: oh, point Y Wing. <laughs> Holy cow. Lorik in the Ozatuk gunship with nothing. Uh, a Kashyyyk Defender, which is the I 1 uh, Wookiee with just Sabine Wren. And a Naked Rebel Scout, which is the <laughs> I 2 Hawk generic.
0: Oh my god. So you've given me Wookiees, which were my favorite ship in 1.0, and the Hawk, which is one of my favorite ships overall. But none of it good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh well.
2: remember, we're dropping upgrades and. In- Right. Pilots. So, and just building yeah. with these. Yeah, let's Wookiees drop these some four upgrades
0: ships. here off of uh, everything. I'm and... going down to
2: the the base pilot of everything and no upgrades. Leaves you 52 a... points to play
0: with. Okay, so uh, the first thing I would do with this list is go ahead and bring that uh, hawk up to Janors. Yeah,
1: and, and uh, t- Kyle t- is also interesting because then he could pass out focuses to the Wookiees who could still
0: reinforce. True. Oh, that is a good option. Um, uh, actually, if the Wookies are gonna be carrying the offense for this, that's not a bad idea. Uh, Kyle is seven points. Kyle cheaper is seven than points GM. cheaper. So let's go ahead and go Kyle with the Moldy Crow title. Puts him at fifty-two points.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're looking at two Kashyyyk defenders at forty-four points. There is no longer the uh, the generic with a talent in the faction. So that's sad to see. Uh, One with- suggestion
2: I have. Okay. real quick, before we talk about
0: these Kashyyyk Defenders, is making that
2: Y-Wing Dutch, that's, that's exactly can, what I was thinking. He can right. pass a target lock to target a Target well. exactly.
0: So, so if we're looking, uh, let's go look at the Y-Wing here. If we put Dutch there...
1: Uh, and give him a dorsal turret so give that he's a, not do- useless.
0: Right, give him a dorsal turret there at 43. Uh, if he's just there to pass out target locks, we can leave him right there. That gives us mm-hmm. 17 points for potential further uh, upgrades.
1: I looked at making one of the Kashyyyk's wolf waro.
0: Wolf War- oh, exactly. Yeah, That's uh, plus 12 points, but it gives you a lot of offensive capability. Mm-hmm. Normally, people like stapling a Saw Gerrera to Wolf Warrow. If we're passing out focuses...
1: Not nearly as necessary. Yeah. Not nearly and we don't have the points for
0: it either. Right. So, uh, I think looking at these, actually, I almost think that naked... Uh, Wolf Warro and the Kashyyyk Defender isn't a bad call here. Mm-hmm. I agree. And for that, what I'm doing is I'm bumping the Dorsetor up to an Ion Cannon turret. Right? That's exactly yeah. where I was going with this. That leaves us three points. Uh, if we want to put, say... Selfless uh, on Wolf Waro. Uh Yes. I uh, actually might... oh, or Dutch. Okay. But
1: Wolfwaro is actually good because then if they don't yeah. focus him, he can get he his can ability. Can still to get his him, ability. In, you know? Yep. Right. That was right. my so
0: thought. you have Wolfwaro with Selfless, allowing him to uh, tank some hits and activate his ability. Dutch Vander with an Ion Cannon turret, a naked Kashik defender, and Kyle Katarin with Moldy Crow. This is uh, initiatives four, four, three, and one. And one. Yep. Uh, but First you've thing. got a lot of arc coverage here you have yeah. two, sh- you, three ships with 180 degree arcs effectively four effectively oh that's right the moldy crown yeah. ah mm-hmm. gosh i keep forgetting he has that natural turret yeah. so you are covering a lot of ground with this kyle has the ability to just hand out focus tokens like it's christmas
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh the wookies can reinforce wolf warro uh getting damaged but doesn't really care you can pass out uh focus tokens to him target locks with dutch he's just going to be doing that every turn uh man something gets ionized and you can just pounce on it with uh, yeah, all these three attack dice uh yep. this is a list i would actually play in a uh casual local tournament probably yeah i, don't yeah, I wouldn't looks- call it a, i wouldn't call it a great list yeah like an S- look
1: at at the other side let's look at some of its weaknesses uh You've got a combined five agility across four ships. Uh, None of them are particularly beefy in terms of health. Uh, You're not great at jousting. You're not awful, but with your relatively low ship count and relatively low defensiveness, uh, there's definitely going to be stuff that out-jousts you. Even Uh, through the Reinforce of the Yeah.
0: Right. I do think that with this list, what I would try and do would be... uh, lead with dutch and wolf waro so you can pass that target lock and then throw a focus to him so you've got a wookie reinforced
1: well, see, i'm actually leaning towards leading with lead your with the defender. defender yeah oh. especially because of that 180 degree arc he can block and frequently still have a shot on something uh, okay this is only
2: i1 um it is gonna struggle a bit against aces it has a lot of coverage yeah but um like only one shot is has the potential to be double modified. I guess if you only have Kyle and Dutch pass to each other, you get two double modified shots and two unmodified shots.
0: Yeah. But um, not not too bad at all there. Uh, and technically, the moment you uh, damage Wolf Waro, if he's throwing those extra dice, that's not necessarily a modification, but it is uh, increasing your hit chance.
1: Yeah. So obviously, your strategy <laughs> is to get that ability triggering on Wolf Waro quickly and then passing him fully modified attacks while still reinforced. Um. Which is a little gimmicky, but uh, but with selfless, it's a little easier to pull off, and and that could that can terrify some aces if you're looking at 180 degrees of four fully modified, fully modified dice every turn.
2: I also like the modified dice as well.
0: <laughs> Moldy <laughs> um, modified dice. Oh, no, Ah, the crow, yes. The crow, yeah. Crow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, we've still got some time here, so Alex, uh, go ahead and pick a uh, faction for. Uh, Extended? An extended randomness oh snapper dude
2: um hey
0: me a scum let's keep scumming. all right let's go ahead and hit the old random button on scum and this is oh oh boy this is an interesting one pasting the link now you've got uh double jump masters tell Travura, with a jamming beam ketsu anyo crew and inertial dampeners <laughs> Mm. Manaru, with Plasma Torpedoes, Bosk Gunner, Inertial Dampeners, and The Punishing One title for Mm. 72 points.
1: Manaru Mm. is thick, with two Cs.
0: (laughs) A Cartel Marauder with Homing Missiles and Static Discharge Vanes. And to round it out, a Mining Guild Surveyor. So
2: I I bumped these down to no upgrades and
0: generic pilots.
2: I have 58 points left.
0: That is... (laughs) Wow. So, just to tell you... How much you can save with generics. It's like an oh, it's, I, cut, I could I cut 30 points of upgrades off of Manaru. Like yeah. <laughs> all right, what do you do with this list? Double jump master Kirox Mining Guild. Ugh, this is gonna possibly suffer for offense.
1: Eh, we'll um, uh, we'll I unsuffer think... it pretty good. All right, here's here's what I've started with so far. I made one of these scouts Manaru with just triple zero. That's it. Yep. Uh I made Damn. the other one Dengar. With Punishing 1, R5P8, Swarm Tactics, and Contraband. I got a Naked Talonbane and a Naked Seabor. And that is 199 I went a different direction from you. So I went
2: uh, one master's Manaru with Ion Cannon and Triple Zero. Uh,
0: that's where I would head with it immediately. The I other like master
2: I made, N- Nom Lum, with Ion Cannon and Dangar Gunner.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I made the Kirax Talonbane with Fearless and Afterburners. And they made the Mining Guild
1: Seavor.
0: Yeah. I think I, I kind of like... Uh, I like Alex's there. That... Yeah.
1: Uh, the uh, idea not... was Dengar with Swarm Tactics. He swarm Seavor up. Seavor up, up to a six. Jam. Yeah, and now you're shooting with another six and a five that are both hard-hitting right after you jam them. Um, I definitely get what you're coming from there. Yeah, I do wish I could fit Afterburners on Talonbane. which uh, I could just drop Swarm Tactics and do that. Like Seavor's still fine. Yeah. At, three.
2: Yeah, yeah. And But it's part of why I did Dom. Um, um, he'll be shooting after Seavor, and he'll guarantee to have a shot yeah. at somebody. Um, Dengar gives him a little bit, if I run into an ace list that's moving after everything, the Dengar yeah. Gunner. Um, makes him a little scary to shoot at.
1: I do worry about your list damage output, other than Talonbane. I would agree. Like, you take um, Talonbane off the table, and that list does not do damage.
2: No, it's got the two iron cannons to control a bit, but its raw damage output it is significantly lower, I'll grant you. Um, yeah, but hopefully Talonbane's got, like... Fearless, focus, focus, calculate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> all
0: right, yeah. Obviously, this is another list that would struggle. Oh, with I have five series.
2: points left. I'm going to put Contraband yeah. on both Talon Bane and Manoroo. There you go. That
0: definitely... One point is... one point. Not too bad at all. Uh. All right.
2: You know, I'm putting Crackshot on Seaboard, too. I don't need to there do that. That's yeah. it for the week. Absolutely.
0: All right. Uh, Alex, why don't you randomize this up a list for Doug here? All right, Doug, what weird faction do you
2: want?
1: Well, if we're doing extended, we might as well continue the OG3. So let's do Empire. All right, give
2: me one second. I'm posting my variant into the yeah. chat real quick. That didn't post It sure did.
1: New boomer. Why would, would it be like
2: that? <laughs> Control A, Control C, Control <laughs> V. Mac?
0: How do I? I'm not using it? a Mac,
2: Douglas. There you go. All right, I got this. I got this. Give me, give me, give me. I'll Randomize this. Ain't nothing.
0: The best content for you people.
2: Indeed, totally getting it. Not getting it. edited out. Random. Let, All right, randomizer let, options. Let <laughs> let let, <laughs> let randomize. You got a three ship list, Doug. Oh neat. Let's Start out imperial. big. Lambda class T four A shuttle. Posted Omicron in the group pilot. Oh, sorry. Yes. It's an Omicron Group pilot with Grand Inquisitor and Ion Cannon. Okay. And then it's Darth Vader with Supernatural, Advanced Sensors, and Angled Deflectors. <laughs> <laughs> and then a naked tie what aggressor. Is that, like
0: a 130
2: point 112 Vader?
0: point Vader. Hey,
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, leave it uh, as it
0: is. It's perfect.
2: <laughs> and a Sayonara Specialist tie aggressor naked for 200 points even. It's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Supernatural and Advanced Sensors lets you really <laughs> get the pre-move Yeah.
1: Alright, well if I'm stuck with an Aggressor, I'm going to keep Supernatural on. But I'm yeah. definitely making Dropping. It, I'm making it Passive Sensors instead of Advanced. And we're putting Afterburners <laughs> on Vader. Instead, not, of, uh,
2: instead of Angle Deflectors?
1: Gasp. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to make Grand Inquisitor Palpatine Crew. And nope. I'm going to drop Ion Cannon. Hellas. And then with those last 12 points, I'm going to make the Aggressor Kestel with an Ion Cannon Turret and a two-point bid. Now, nah, let's put Ruthless on him. Why not? Actually, yeah. I was to
0: say, is there, is there a way to fit uh, Fifth Brother on that Aggressor?
1: Uh, I mean, How about
0: getting rid of Supernatural? We
1: could drop Supernatural, which we could make uh. Supernatural Precog, and that saves 20 points.
0: Yeah, that's probably yeah. not... Uh... Although, I mean, man, Supernatural... I mean, Precog really...
2: kind of kills the passive sensors, though it does you, yeah. you'll never get the passive sensors uh, if you I that mean that.
1: you won't use them both but you just yes. use precog to get out of to get out of jail whenever you're in trouble like you just you put in the five straight you boost when you need to
0: there you go uh that right there is okay maybe so, Kestel is uh, a yeah.
1: So I'm looking at an Omicron with Palpatine uh precog passives after Burners Vader and Ruthless Ion Cannon Fifth Brother after Burners Kestel, and that's 197
0: that actually really scares me, because afterburners on uh, Kestel means you can get in range pretty quick for that ability. And you know what Kestel's ability shuts down really well? Jedi. It
1: does. That's true.
0: There is nothing funnier than watching a Delta-7B Anakin roll four focuses and immediately have them all taken away.
1: Yeah. Now, the big problem with this list is your only reliable damage is Darth Vader.
0: That's and the Darth Vader...
2: If you if you scare him at all, only gets to booster barrel roll and gets no other actions in the turn. Yep. Like so, you can really exploit this list by pointing something at Vader to scare him into precogging, and then just yep. kill Kestrel and the Omicron.
0: Hundred percent. I think the uh, the was it five force in this list gives you a lot of passive mods though.
3: It does, yeah. And so your voice so... got
2: super deep again, Doug.
3: Oh, that's unfortunate. Did you forget um...
2: to mute in Discord?
3: No, I haven't muted. Um, Mike and my mic just likes me to be to be Batman. Uh, Bane.
2: Not that different yeah. than both. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> he likes me to be in witness protection. There we go. Um, so if I'm taking this to a tournament, I think I'm going to be really sad. If I'm taking this to an Ace themed tournament, I think I'll be really happy. And. Uh, because uh, I think this list does really well if I hit aces all six rounds and does pretty bad if I hit anything else.
2: Yes. So I think <clears> the minute <throat> you hit a jesting list, you lose quickly and spectacularly. Yeah.
3: But that's the way the cookie crumbles whenever the random gives you 112 point, Vader. You don't, you don't get much room for the other ships. That is the way a cookie yeah. crumbles. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, we need we need to be able to pre-move reposition twice. Yeah. <laughs> Advanced sensors and supernatural. Who
3: cares if it doesn't stack? We'll make it work.
0: <laughs> now, the thing I love about these random lists that it comes up with are not only because it's a great way to just practice list building with what you got, because a lot of these lists that we might laugh at look like something that a new player would actually put together just because this looks cool and this looks cool and this looks cool and putting yeah. that all together. So it kind of is not only a good exercise for us, but for new players, possibly, to take those lists that they look at putting together, strip them down, look at the fundamentals, and then see what you can build from there. And I That's think the, it's a useful For skill.
3: example, the, the Vader was an extreme example with Supernatural and Advanced Sensors, but a much more realistic example I've seen a lot of of doubling up on things when you don't need to is tier with both Predator and Targeting Computer. And I see a lot of people build that and justify it by going, well, I'm not going to have the target lock. Predator will come in useful. When in reality, you're investing more points to get less out of it, if that makes sense. Um,
2: And this this helps you learn how to optimize individual ships, which is the single most important part of building a good list.
3: Yeah, like I'll say for list building for me, I I pick a ship that I want to play, I optimize it, and then I find what fits best with that. And
2: sometimes that's not always uh, like an ace pilot or a carry ship. When I built my Fan and Six Mining Guild ties list, my uh, quote unquote ship I wanted to play was six mining guilds. And then I yeah. saw what fit. And uh, Fan Rao was left. Like he yeah. fit perfectly. And like, yeah, so it goes both ways. I optimized my list, my, my ship, by bringing six of them. <laughs> and then I found what fit.
0: Yep. Hold on. I just want to look at something real quick because you just gave me an idea, kind of based on a list you ran earlier uh Alex for the uh hold on that hyperspace trial
2: does oh, the fan
0: this in the is. snapshots well i'm looking at with some reductions that have happened the snapshot mining guys ties got 2 points cheaper if that's what you're looking yeah, at yeah that's what i'm looking at you can go if you go mining guild surveyors with snapshot just for giggles you can put targeting computer on them as well and run six of them <laughs>
2: <laughs> the other thing you can do is um, I, 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 the list track, but I ran Fen and four Mining Guild ties with Snapshot at one ninety nine. What, what you can do now is you can run, um, run Fen and you still run four of them and you just have a nine-point bid instead of a one-point bid, which is neat. Or nice. you can drop two of them to Mining Guild serv- sentries and get a third Mining Guild sentry. So you have three I1s, two I2s with Snapshot, and fen. Or you can yeah. do five Fearless I2 Mining Guild ties in Fen. There's a lot of fun stuff you can play with with Mining Guild ties. Oh, in there. Absolutely. There's just so much room to, you know for activities. Um, I know I'm putting them down forever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I think what you guys were just discussing there is a good way, if you're a new list builder, to look at it. Uh, find the ship that you want to play, in your case Fen, uh, Fearless Fen in particular. At that point, yes. And then start with a good something that you know is a solid generic, like a Mining Guild tie, and put as many of them as you can in the list. And then how many points do you have left over? Or maybe you don't want to fly a seven ship list. So if I go down to five, what can I fit on them now? Or if I go down to four, what's another ship I could bring with those extra points? Stuff like that. Like I, I think putting a bunch of generics in with the ship that you want is a really good baseline to start. And from there, you can tweak and edit stuff. And you know that you'll have that good core foundation of I have the ace that I want. And I have a group of ships that can protect him. And now I can do my, my stuff. With my extra
0: points, I like it. I like it.
2: Yes. Um. And another thing about list building is you don't always have to. to. Like, Newton. I flew the same list of grants that we both copied from Saratism. Like, copy lists because usually somebody's already found it and. There's no shame. Don't let people try to shame yeah, you for being a netlister. That's absolutely you know, ridiculous. If like somebody nobody... wants to handicap themselves into being worse at X-Wing because they refuse to fly netlists, that's on them and, and that's, not on you.
3: That's perfectly fine, but yes. don't let them shame you yeah. for doing something.
2: That's that's on them. It's, it's their preconceived notions about X-Wing, and they can't. They shouldn't be able to force you into their box. If you will. Yeah. I all, agree.
0: Li- all, all lists except droids are beautiful.
3: Hey... <laughs> <laughs> droids are beautiful in their own way when Blake paints them for you.
0: That's true. Shout out That's to Blake and Daniel. Yeah. Absolutely. Um well, yeah, like- also
3: you you know you're gonna pick up CIS once we get the strafing gunship. Oh yeah.
0: gosh, I'm so hyped for that. <laughs> flat, 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 flat. flat. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm you about hot? to buy it. I'm about to buy into CIS too. It it's got a lot of neat stuff coming on the horizon. Well, speaking of things coming on the horizon, we have uh Wrapped up our tournaments and our list building. Uh what we've got coming up here, guys. I think the next big thing on the horizon is a at the end of March.
2: Indeed, yeah. assuming any of us get in from the wait list.
0: <laughs> that yeah. is true, but I believe we're all going I'm, anyway. Just, I'm a, know, yeah, we're all going anyway just to hang out.
2: I was
3: guilted into coming. Shout out Bob Howe, my father, who I have to shout out every episode. Uh he what made me a come either way, way. So <laughs> <laughs> I was promised I'd shout him out.
2: You like was, the, promised to to was promised? I was
3: promised.
2: Nah, but like, um, once I saw that sweet tax return, I was like, yeah, I'll go. Even if I don't get into the tournament, I'll just hang out with my boys, play some uh, Drunk Smash. That's always a good plan. Indeed, there'll be side wow. events, there'll be uh, farm a tickets. lot of fun there. Yeah, farm tickets <laughs> for uh, all that fun stuff there. I've got one of the Inferno Squadron cardboards left I need to get. <laughs> it's the worst one. It's same Marana, so I'm like not heartbroken if I don't get it. <laughs> but,
0: hey, you remember okay. last year, I went to Adepticon solely to get that Alt-Art Orkins, and that's still the most of honor in my binders. So. <laughs> We've got Adepticon, and then
2: um, unknown specifics. We've got Store Champs coming up. Yeah, I'd assume and, those start popping up soon. And then Primes in the not-so-distant future after Adepticon. Potentially, I'd be surprised if they overlap with Adepticon, but probably so shortly after. And then worlds, worlds. worlds, We're going to worlds. Worlds, We all go, well, Doug and I are both going to worlds. I don't take an extra day off of work for the qualifier. That's the important thing.
3: You definitely
0: (laughs) earned it.
2: I earned it. (laughs) I won the same number of games as you on day two.
0: True. (laughs) That's fair. All right. Well, uh, this has been a a fun, fact filled episode. Uh, A couple quick things. We are on Facebook. That is the easiest way to find us there. Just look up Tashi Station X Wing. Uh, we also now have Tashi a... Station Radio. Tashi Station Radio, indeed. That's right. Uh, Toshi Station X-wing. However, if you it's feel our like a...
2: channel.
0: is our Twitch oh, channel, if you also <laughs> feel like you want to support the uh, podcast here, help us offset a few of the hosting expenses, we have opened up a Ko-fi coffee. Uh, it is Ko-fi. That is K-O-F-I dot com slash Tashi Station X-wing. If you need to know how to spell that, just look at the title of the podcast you're listening to. Where you can go and uh, toss us a few bucks if you feel like uh, contributing. It's the no obligation. We will continue to produce this podcast for free to you, the listeners. But if uh, you'd like to help us offset some of those costs, it's well appreciated. Disclaimer: We owe you nothing if you give us money. That is true. <laughs> we do actually have to disclaimer that. Uh, but thank you very much for listening to everybody. Uh,
2: Thanks for letting us uh, talk about the amazing time we had in Texas. Because Man, it was one of the most fun tournaments I've been to. It was. It was great.
3: I had, had an absolute blast. Super. Worth it Every minute of the also, 16 hours.
2: we rented a car, and we got this sweet 2020 minivan, and God, was it the most amazing car I've ever ridden in. It really was. <laughs> it
3: had a heated steering wheel. I've never heard of that.
2: Its gear shift was a dial on the dashboard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, basically, what you're saying is you took a tie advanced all the way to Texas. Pretty much. Yes, and it was dope
2: it was dope oh, man. Yeah. ventilated seats heated seats air conditioning straight into your butt it was amazing
0: <laughs> on, all that right, note, all right, on that note <laughs> uh, this has been Toshi Station Radio I'm Matt Newt I'm Doug Howe and I am Alex Mill and don't let your minivan blow air up your butt or do <laughs> it was enjoyable